The Anton Savage Show Sunday. Brought to you by PwC. Combining talent and technology, we're hardwired to find solutions. On News Talk. Dave Fanning, have you ever been to Lapland? <laughs> Sorry. Oh. We, we've started, so we've finished. It's really funny. What is it about it? Like, it's on the, on the Late Late Show. It's any one of these three. What's the guy's name? Is it Mickey Obama, Paddy Obama, <laughs> oh. or Barack Obama? Well, it's interesting you raised this. I read... <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> I read a very interesting thing. You know those scam emails that you get where if you get a thing that says, you know, if you send us a deposit of 300 yeah. quid, we'll yeah. blah, 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 blah. There is, a, there is a school of thought that says there's a reason they have to be bad. Oh, yeah. Because if they're good, they ensnare a huge cohort of people, which means that then you end up dealing with a whole lot of people who eventually cotton on and drop out. If they're bad, the people who fall for them are turbo gullible and you're almost certain to make money out of them. Professor Anton, okay, let me... Let, let me How are you, Dave? I, I think you might be wrong there, actually. I don't <laughs> this is not the first time you've had this feeling about me. Thank you very much for coming in, Dave. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. My God, the marathon, it's in the way. It, Sorry, it, it's great. It is, it is nice, though. There is, there's, a gen, there's, a, there's a sort of a buzz about the place. Yeah, there's a not. buzz. It's, it's, it's the sound of rain. <laughs> Were you ever tempted? No. Were you ever tempted by Ironman's triathlons, <laughs> anything of that nature? Do I look like it? Well, no. you're in fine fettle. I might be, be in said. fine fettle, but inside I'm dying. No, definitely not. Out of the question. Why? Because I just don't. It's not my thing. I mean, what? Keep fit, go to a gym. No. Well, this is it, yeah. I walk the dog. What kind of dog? Uh, I should know that, shouldn't I? Oh, don't tell me you don't know the breed of your own uh, dog. You can't oh not know God. the breed of your it's own a, dog. It's Dave. a thing. I'll think of it before the end. Is it large? No. It's a small dog. Yeah. Is it curly haired? Yeah, but he like, not, not after he's had a haircut. <laughs> Could it be a cocker spaniel? No, God Damn no. It. It's I, 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 I can't remember. Anyway. So I was dog. reading a thing about you. Oh, were you? Yeah, that said that yeah. you had interviewed at one point 88 of the top 100 most sort of famous and influential celebrities of the year, according to either Well, I wouldn't have been doing my job if, if I hadn't. I was doing a movie lot. show on TV, you know, travel around the world and meet these people. It was do you hard see, work. <laughs> do, do you see any particular trend amongst them? Um, do I see any particular trend? You know, as in, you know, people talk um, about, they say, well, I celebrities say are... Yeah, the more famous they are, the easier they are to interview. The more famous they are, the more they know exactly why they're there. There's a few who might be like much lower down the list and be a little bit meaner or a little bit uncool or a little bit trying to, I don't know, prove a point sometimes, mostly with music now more than... Like when I was doing the movie stars, frankly, you were given the A-list all the time. So they just, it, it was fine. Is there a difference? And they don't do it anymore much. Did they not? Not really. Well, the whole Zoom thing took over a lot. And a lot of them were just worried about some quote they'll say in some newspaper in this cancel culture will come back to them within two weeks, let alone 20 years, and they just don't bother. And also they can now deal directly with their fans as such with this thing called social media. Reckon it for the rest of us, it has to be said. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, true. I saw a quote from a comedian, I don't know, maybe it was Jimmy Carr, who said that in respect of the cancel culture thing, that the joke that will end his career is almost certainly already out there. Yeah, Do you know that it's, exactly. You, You've released right. a time bomb it's, and now you just wait. It's insane, some of the stuff that's going on or something that somebody said when there were four. <laughs> it's ridiculous, carry on. really is. <laughs> so was your original desire when you got into this whole game, was any of that driven by a desire for fame? You've got to be kidding. <laughs> First of all, I'm Irish. I'm Irish growing up in the 60s and 70s. You don't think of the word fame. Val Dunican. Val, there's one. The Bachelors. <laughs> 
I mean, do you know that the biggest selling artist in Britain in the charts that was really huge in 1972 was Gilbert O'Sullivan from Waterford? Really? There you go. I, I'm full of these fascinating facts, as you well know. In 1972, you yeah. say? Yeah. In 72, were you pirating at that point yet or oh, were you still no. a babe in arms? There was no such thing as pirates. No, I pirated in 77 and nobody was listening. And then we were raided and suddenly we were... Gods. Is that <laughs> so? Exa- yeah, no. Were you there when the raid happened? No, I was there when a, when a raid happened, all right, yeah. We had these big steel doors. It was brilliant. <laughs> Down, you know, like that, like something out of, I don't know, Ocean's Genuinely. or something, yeah. And uh, no, I, I wasn't there when we were raided first, but suddenly, like, the evening newspapers just got behind us. We were David and RT was Goliath, you know. Because this is sort is that, of... I- the way it is. Goliath is the monster, yeah. Yeah, Goliath is the big lad. Thanks, David is the fellow with the slingshot. Yeah. Um, so the... This is one of those things that I think gets forgotten because the title pirate, everybody just thinks a little bit illegal like it's tax fraud. But at the time, it was properly honest to God, you had to hide in a bedroom and nobody know where the transmitter is. Oh, there was all of that. Well, you wouldn't believe some of the shenanigans. I remember one place I worked with, the whole place burnt down. And it was terrible. And like the boss came in for the first time ever. Like, I was like what's he doing here at two in the morning? And then the next day, I read it's burnt down. And then four weeks later, we started up somewhere else. All the equipment was the same equipment. <laughs> Mad stuff. I never had anything to do with private radio. Oh, oh, that fire, Your Honour. No, it was just, I was just there for the music. And of the crew, at that point, that was, it was you, Ian Dempsey, was Cagney? No, Ian wasn't there with me. He was on a different station. Uh, I was on Big D Radio at that stage. Um, Jerry Ryan was with me. Was Jerry Ryan pirate? I always thought, oh, I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and who else was there? We, we all joined up then later on. But was there no bit of that where you thought, yeah, it'd be kind of cool for people to... Because you did become, at that point, very famous. Your wedding was on the front of the Sunday Indo. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? That's a t- Yeah, I know why I was on the front of the Sunday Indo. Why was it on the front of the Sunday Because I had agreed with Geldof, who had gone on about the divorce thing, and I said, listen, absolutely, this doesn't work out, I'm out, you know. <laughs> and some bishop gave out hell, and some other guy wouldn't get involved, or I don't know what one needs to do. One needed to get the blessing from the diocese, or these stupid words. I have no idea about anything like that. Hang, on, I, I, well, hang on a minute, I'm, I'm missing an important point. Parish, <laughs> diocese, whatever. In advance of your own marriage, you said that if it didn't work, yeah. you What's wrong with that? Lots of people would say that. What's wrong with that? Well, you're about to say that you are going to to love, honour, obey or whatever and else. And I have done. Yeah. And it's been the best decision ever made for me. Well, you have to say that now, given what no, you said. No, I don't. But you I don't have to say anything. the caveat before that. <laughs> that like, and if it doesn't, I'm out of here. To you, a caveat to me, just reality. <laughs> it's life. No, I was just, I was trying to agree. Geldof was going on about the divorce referendum that should have, like, absolutely, we have to have divorce in this country. It's so embarrassing that we don't. And I agreed 100% with him. Move on. What's Geldof like? Ah, he's great. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he really is. You know, he's very passionate about everything. Very, very intelligent. Incredibly erudite. Amazing kind of... But he's he's also slightly boorish, to say the least. <laughs> and he has... He's very opinionated. He was in my brother's class in school. Was he? Yeah. Oh, so you knew him before he was? Well, to be honest, I knew people in that class. It was about three years in front of me. And I knew, m- more, I knew them more than I knew the two classes in front of me, if you know what I mean. I only knew that class because of my brother. So I knew all those guys. I did know him a bit. The one thing, I, I always remember Geldof in school and he had one of those, um, what do you call those bikes that, you, that kind of go up mountains? Yeah, little, mountain bike? No, not a mountain <laughs> The clue is in the title. No, the little wheelie, the little wheelie, the small wheels, I don't know. I always remember him on one of <laughs> I those. Know, but I, I, I think he had robbed it from somebody. I don't think it was his. Um, but they were, they were called something. I can't remember. BMX. BMX things, that's it. That's Never it. has a producer yeah. shouted the words BMX <laughs> so loudly and so many times BMX. in my ear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What gave you to... Sorry, are we saying that Bob Geldof stole the BMX? 
Well, I, I think which was, I think is potentially libelous, but I don't think, libelous, honest, I don't I think, think he's going to say. Just using it and borrowed, borrowed, and he wasn't doing it very well. Yeah. Did you know back then that he would become the force? God, no, don't be ridiculous. I mean, like, first of all, he did have the different surname. Nobody else had a surname like that. He did stand out. But I mean, uh, in fact, he went to work in Peterborough in a factory. Uh, first time I think he left Ireland, he went with my brother uh, to that factory. Yeah, I don't know any more details, I'm afraid. Factories follow you around. I remember talking to you about making hinges. <laughs> yes, I made one million hinges for BMW cars in the space of three and a half months in uh, Munich direction and in Dusseldorf. You get out of the Hauptbahnhof and there you go, 4711. Oh no, that was Cologne. Sorry, in Cologne. <laughs> I just love the knowledge that you made a million hinges. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? On the topic of, of Geldof standing out a little bit, can I, can I ask you about Harry Styles? <laughs> Is, yeah, Harry is, Styles. Harry Styles. Is Harry Styles the same as Bowie? And if not, why? I remember somebody saying, like, it's fantastic to have Harry Styles here at, at uh, what do you call it, uh, Slane, because, you know, it's the new, the new Mick Jagger. Hold on a minute. Just hold okay. back a this, second. See, this is why I wanted First to ask First of you. all, um, I think Harry's remarkably cool. He really is. He's great. I really um, do. Oh, I, I can it. feel the butt. No, it's hold a big on. butt. Yeah, it's a big butt. At the first album, believe it or not, I actually kind of like it quite a bit. Since then, I don't really care too much. I think he's fantastic. He's a major pop star and all the rest. But like, who do you, sorry, who did you compare him to first? Well, no, I, I noticed that. Don't, don't you say I compared him. Bowie. I asked, was he the don't same as Bowie? Ridiculous. Stop. Just, just stop right there. Why? Because he wears feather boas or something? Yes. Give me a break. You? Well, you see, this is what I want to know. I was looking at it and thinking, you know the way all religions are equally daft, just some of them are small, so you're allowed to point it out. In 100% the same, true. Right. So I was looking at, at um, Harry Styles and I was thinking, well, a lot of people go, ah, sure, you know, this is an affectation, him wearing the dress and all the rest of it and all that crap. But then I was thinking, well, surely Bowie's thing was an affectation. It's just that now it is, it is so well established and so important historically that we see it as more significant than it might have been at the time. No? You're 100% correct in terms Am of I? the fact that, uh, yeah, don't try and ever dismiss what the fashion was. Like David Bowie's platforms in 1971 were nearly as important as any B-side of any single. Like it really, it's absolutely, the whole package was huge. Having said that, his music was incredible. He was always one step ahead. Not always working for me, but most of the time it was. The Young Americans maybe not, but then around the same time he did Station to Station. Fantastic. So like he really was one of the absolute best. You know, he didn't do some great stuff though necessarily in the, um, you know, 80s, 90s. The drum and bass so. period. The drum and bass period was a tough one, all right, yeah. The yeah, Tin Machine, that wasn't great. But no, but I mean like, it doesn't matter. The whole shebang thing is very good, you know. Do you find it more difficult to like an artist if they are universally popular? God, no. Oh, come on. One of my favourite artists in the world is the Beatles. No, that doesn't count. Everybody's Maybe second favourite. Okay, St- Rolling Stones. That okay. also doesn't count. How's the new album? Yeah, the new album, it's kind of, um, uh, let's put it this way. I know it's brilliant to have it and I know we all love it. It's number one at the moment in the American charts, selling more than two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten combined because people want a new album for the Rolling Stones and it's the first new material in about almost 20 years from them. So it's fantastic. Having said that, it's very Stones. And I don't necessarily mean this sort of, like, li- listen to Exile on Main Street. There's nothing as good as that on it. It's very formulaic. It's very proper and correct and right. And as the album goes on, it, doesn't really stand up that much further. But I mean, do I recommend it? Absolutely. It's a new album of the Stones and lots of it's great. While we're on that topic then, what about the Beatles? Have you heard this new, the, the we dug this Funny out enough, Tuesday I It was actually on a demo tape, or on, a, on a bootleg in 2009 because somebody stole some stuff from John Lennon's apartment. He, he made it in his apartment into a boombox and what IT, IT, sorry, what... what uh, no, no, what do you call it? What do you AI. Call it? AI. AI. BMX. <laughs> CIE. Um, okay, no, what IT, what did I say? Sorry. AI. AI. It's AI. Stay with us. What you AI got it. What AI, artificial intelligence. Is, yes. It's able to take out the hiss of all the pipes in the background of all the, the 
heaters. It's able to take out the hiss of the tape and everything. So, like, they've really done a huge job on it, a massive job. But the other Beatles doing stuff on it as well. They've taken a George Harrison guitar solo. They've also taken backing vocals from three different Beatles songs, like here, there, and everywhere. And because they've, so they've put the whole lot into the melange, and we'll hear it on Wednesday. Oh, you haven't heard it yet? No, I haven't heard it. Are no. you excited? No. I mean, like, uh, that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, you know, I have my revolver and I have my rubber sole and I have my white album and I have other stuff. I have obscure stuff from the Beatles too. I have songs that people should know more and don't. Like, you know, I'll Be Back and stuff, last track, side two of, um, uh, side one, sorry, of uh, Hard Day's Night. Like, they're all there. Go back and listen to them. They're brilliant. I'm not saying uh, now and, what's it called again? It's Now or Never. So, you know, that's Elvis, sorry. What's the, what, what's the, what's the new song called? From the Beatles? <laughs> Who cares? On that note, the one and only Dave Fanning. The Anton Savage Show. Brought to you by PwC. Sunday mornings from 10. On News Talk.